to see guys making plays on the ball. That's something we emphasize every day. If if Coach Lee goes on to be a successful defensive coordinator, mm-hmm. what in addition to having a bunch of great players to, to yeah. coach, but why will it be? What 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 is it about him that you think will make him a good defensive coordinator? Well, I mean, you have some people in the business that, you know, ran it for the wrong reasons. Coach Lee's a guy who's a constant learner and is constantly seeking to learn. Um, he's a guy who, you know, Coach Kelly comes to him and says, well, what about this? And he, the next day, is implementing that and, and seeing, you know, how that works and, you know, is it going to help us be successful? And so he's a guy, you know, um, who's always just seeking to learn, seeking the advice from other coaches um, and, you know, whenever I see someone who's humble like that and is good at what they do, um, you know, those are those are special people. So he must be a good listener to you guys, with you guys as well. Very much so. And, you know, I've, I've been able to see that, I think, more as a leader on this team, you know, being able to give him feedback on, you know, the vibe of the team, what the team's feeling, what the guys are saying, how they feel about certain calls, certain coverages, what's, what's working and what's not. And he's very attentive to that and, and takes to that. Whenever your name is brought up to Coach Kelly, invariably it goes back to your maturity. When you talk, people listen. What you do, people follow. Where did all that come from? I mean, I'm, this is my fifth year here, so I, I think probably a little bit of experience. Well, I'm sure it started before you got here. Yeah, I mean, um, I mean, if you want to go all the way back, it goes back to, I think, you know, how I was, how I was raised. And my mom always told me growing up, you know, if you want people to care about what you have to say, they first have to know you care. Um, So, you know, if you want to earn respect from anyone, it it starts with the relationship, starts with building those. And that's been a long process for me here. And, you know, I've got a lot of experience in a lot of different areas, whether it's, you know, playing on the field or coming back from injury or, you know, I've I've gone through a lot of adversity here um, as a Notre Dame student athlete. And so, I think guys just respect me in that. They respect me in, you know, my, you know, keeping a girlfriend for four years long distance, and now she's my wife, and so that's in a new, puts me in a new league, and so there's just a lot of different areas, I think, where I bring experience that some of our guys, you know, are interested in or, or want to talk about. And when you try to positively influence a teammate, what are some of the things that you talk about with them? Well, I think first I, t- I talk about my faith and, you know, what has actually gotten me through you know, my hard times here at Notre Dame, and that's, you know, my Lord, Jesus Christ, and, um, you know, whether that's bringing them to church with me or, or just having dinner with them and talking with them, I think that's first. I think second is just understanding that, you know, our experience here at Notre Dame is, is not all that different. I remember coming in as a freshman and being overwhelmed um, and, you know, feeling, you know, like I wasn't going to make an impact. and. You know, guys, they roll out of that. And so just understanding the different processes. I remember having to talk with Shane Simon day three at camp, and I'm like, listen, Shane, everything here is the tortoise and the hare analogy, right? Everyone comes out hot off the start, but I guarantee you those taping lines won't be as long, you know, week two, week three at camp. And we're sitting on the table this morning. I look over, and I'm like, what I tell you, Shane? We're first ones on the table. And, um, so it's about consistency. And so, you know, I, I love taking that experience, teaching and, you know, Speaking, you know, those are two of my favorite things to do. There's something I've, I've found that I'm passionate about, and so to be able to do that to our younger guys is, is, is fun. Changing gears here, uh, gaining a chemistry alongside Tavon Coney. Yeah. Um, there's probably nothing quite like game experience, and you haven't experienced yeah. that with him yet. But how has that process <clears throat> begun? Yeah, I mean, Tavon's a guy, you know, 
it's kind of like me and Asmar last year. Like Asmar and I weren't that close. We get in the same position group. You know, we're guys playing the same position, and you know, he ends up being you know a groomsman in my wedding. Like with Tavon, like coming into this year, like you know, we had a little bit of a relationship in the Goog, but not much outside of it. And you know, he's a guy. I feel like you know over the time these past few weeks, especially like. He's a guy I've gotten a lot closer with. He's a guy I'm spending time with, you know, after practice during my free time. And so I think it starts there on a relational level, just knowing one another and knowing what makes each other tick. Um, and then obviously game experience, you can't simulate it. Uh, but we're two vets, you know. We we try to simulate the best we can in practice. How, Go back to the leadership. Obviously, you've grown as a football player, but you can also grow as a leader. How have you seen yourself change from Carroll as a senior leader to yeah. now senior leader here? Jeez, man. Uh, it's a pretty loaded question. I think, you know, you learn a lot about yourself. You learn a lot about, you know, what makes you tick, what makes you, you know, fatigue, how you, how do you refuel, you know, what fills you, you know, when you're giving, all, giving it your all in the field and, and pouring out into others. You have to fill yourself as well. I think it's learning all these different things. And so um, I think it's a self-awareness more than anything and learning a lot about myself and then obviously – just the amazing, taking advantage of the amazing opportunities and resources we have here in Notre Dame. You know, Coach Kelly, Dr. Selking, um, you know, everyone over in NDCA, you know, all the different resources we have here and, and just learning. When obviously changing positions, Coach mentioned your instincts. How much have you leaned on kind of instincts when you go from safety to a linebacker position fully? Yeah, I mean, linebacker is like truly, I, I believe, one of the most instinctual like positions on the field. Like, it's really just fine ball and get the ball down. Um, and that's kind of a little bit what I did at Carroll. Um, you know, sometimes we just line me up eight yards over the ball and say, go get the ball. And so it's, it's fun to be closer to the ball and more in the action and, and more involved and, and seeing things. But it's a learning process, too. And I'm learning a lot there. And I'm, I'm finding that I can still bring some of my, you know, techniques from safety over especially in the passing game you know I think that's somewhere where I can really separate myself is my end of the route and my ball skills um, and so still leaning on that still learning you know run fits and, and seeing under keys but it's fun is it vision wise because from safety position you can kind of see the full field linebacker might be more eye discipline kind of thing is vision a, a big key I think it's just totally different I think you you know at safety you have so much space to kind of see everything and linebacker is you're right there, five yards from the ball, and so it's really about blurring your vision and seeing multiple things at once. Obviously, you mentioned your wedding and your How has that changed your perspective a little bit heading into senior Yeah, I think, you know, a lot of times guys come, especially young guys, and, you know, they have a bad practice, and, you know, it's like, you know, everything's, like, right here, and they just they don't have perspective. I think, you know, marriage is something that really opens your eyes and it makes you see, you know, what truly is important in life. Um, and, you know, she's just that for me. She's an absolute gift, an angel from the Lord. And, um, you know, it's uh, it's a nice refresher heading into a long grind that this season's going to be. Yeah. You mentioned your relationship with Asmar. Can you just kind of go into what that relationship uh, looks like now and just kind of how that's developed? Yeah, I mean, we're, we're super close buds, man. I mean, anything uh, that's going on in his life, I know about. Anything that's going on in mine, I know about. He's, you know, was a groomsman at my wedding. And... Uh, he's a guy that I love to have fun with, hang out. You know, he'll come to my birthday dinner tonight. And so it's a relationship that, you know, you kind of 
it kind of starts by just developing on the football end. We call them Goog friends, guys you just hang out with in the Goog. But, you know, he's someone I've, I've grown to spend a lot more time with outside of Goog. What have you seen from him, you know, on the field, and how do you think that he's going to kind of take a step forward this year and progress? Yeah, I mean, he's, you know, probably one of our most athletic linebackers in terms of speed, quickness, um, explosiveness. And so all the traits you see that he has there, I believe will, will translate to the field. He's, I believe, probably our best open field tackler, and so to have him out there in space, you know, shutting down the edge of our defense to the field uh, will be nice. He's, he's great in coverage, he's got great speed and great qualities, and so, um, you know, he's a guy who's just constantly looking to learn. He's um, looking to learn from me and my experience at Rover last year. He's looking to learn from our, our nickels, our corners, on how his, you know, coverage technique can get better, and so... Um, I think he's going to be real productive for us this year and have a great season. Do you get the sense that he's kind of a guy that's just kind of been chomping at the bit and waiting for his chance to get on the field consistently? Uh, you know, I, I think that. I think he's a guy who probably has a little bit of a chip on his shoulder, you know, with Tavon and I getting so much praise from, from last season and kind of being the anchor in the middle. But Asmar's in that group, too. He's, he's one of our linebackers. And, He's going to be that for us this year, and I think you know he'll have a lot of heads turning come come November when the season's you know coming down close. What's something about him that a lot of people might not know that you probably know just based off of your relationship with him? Uh, something about Asmar. Asmar is Asmar loves to read. He's so he majors in sociology, but he's just always like coming to me with new books and new articles that I should read, um, and he's a very like introspective and like deep like reflective person so if you ever have like if you ever go like more than a surface level conversation with him he's going to talk about something deep something philosophical something you know that normal conversation wouldn't bring up you talked in one of your answers about while you were here learning what makes you tick yeah so what makes you tick what makes me tick um I think it's my family makes me tick. My faith makes me tick. Uh, I think expanding on the family a little bit more. I think, you know, obviously my relationship with my wife. I think the idea that it's, it's bigger than me on a day-to-day -day basis and that you never know the people you're affecting. You know, whether that's been, for me, going to the Dominican Republic and serving kids over there on, on spring breaks. Um, and just seeing, like, you know, how blessed I am to be here, whether that's, you know, spending time with Keith Penrod, guy who's been around our, our team for 38 years and has battled cerebral palsy and, you know, is an inspiration to us on a day-to-day -day basis. It's like, you know, who am I to complain that my legs and, you know, body's hurting when, you know, he's out here 60-something years old and battling cerebral palsy, cheering us on. So I think it's just learning small things like that that give me perspective on a day-to-day -day basis. With, with it being your birthday, um, it's been a long year for you. You've got, yeah. got married, new position. What are you most excited about in this next year? In this upcoming year, I think, you know, obviously I'm super excited for the season, but I think just, just figuring out marriage with my wife and, you know, the home dynamics of that and, you know, living with one another and, and learning more about one another, that's really exciting to me. And, Obviously, continue my relationship with guys like Asmar and Tavon, and you know the rest of the guys on the defense and offense too, and you know ride this thing out to January, man, and, and see where we're at. Just keep our heads down and keep working. How different does it feel this year, just from a from a personal perspective, with you know all the changes that have 
you know, you've kind of gone through, how different does it feel coming into this year versus, say, last year? I mean, it feels different in some regards. It feels, you know, similar in others. I think, you know, it's kind of funny, you know, turning 23 today and, and looking around. And I'm playing with guys who are like 17 and 18 years old, and I'm, I'm married, so I feel a little bit old, I guess. Could uh, could be the one thing, but um, you know, wise in other in other areas. But uh, you know, a lot of similarities, just a lot of excitement for the first game. Obviously, it's still early, both in your marriage and the season. But how have you been able to find balance um, through the first month here? Yeah, it's been tough uh, going from getting married to honeymoon kind of phase to fall camp and you know leaving my wife and uh, that's been a that's been a hard transition for us but you know especially for her because I mean for me you know I get to come here and do football which I love but you know for her she's in a new area trying to make new friends and, and figure out work and um, so it's, it's been difficult to balance but she's been a champ with it and uh, you know, getting to move out of the dorms yesterday and go back home uh, was nice. But, um, you know, there, there isn't much balance in training camp. It's kind of like all in for football. And then as training camp kind of, you know, settles down, you head into the season, you're able to, you know, kind of bring things back into equilibrium. Uh, I think a lot of people have seen your engagement video um, when you went to surprise her. Yeah. How did that come about? So she was studying abroad in London, and I, like, I knew, like, you know, I wanted to propose, um, and I wanted to do it before the season to kind of just be able to focus on the season after. And that happened to be the only weekend that worked out for me to, like, leave, and she happened to be in Iceland. So a lot of people think I planned this elaborate trip to Iceland, but it kind of just worked out where she was there. And, um, yeah, I flew out there with my best friend and was there for 36 hours and flew home. How'd you meet your wife? Uh, we met in high school. Okay, so you've been together for four or five years? Yeah, we dated five and a half years before we got married. Drew, you've been through this many times in front of the media. But, yeah. Uh, a lot of questions have been peppered at you. What's the one thing that you want people to know about you or this football team that you've never been able to tell this guy right here? Huh. Yeah, I've seen this guy around for <laughs> quite a few years. Um, about me or this team. It wasn't in Iceland, though. He was not in Iceland, man. It's like being on a volcano. Yeah. Um, about this team. To give us better perspective. Yeah, I mean... I mean, you've just got on this team, and I think at Notre Dame, you, you experience this maybe more so than, than a lot of places. You get guys from so many different backgrounds it's not a spot where you know you're getting all your guys from you know one area of the country you know we've got guys two guys from hawaii we've got guys from california from new york from florida texas the midwest here in our backyard and so it's a melting pot in a lot of ways and i think you know the notre dame experience is is a difficult experience but it's a um experience that we're all you know so blessed and grateful to have we're you're so challenged in the classroom and so pushed by the excellence all around you and so I think one thing of this team is like just with so many guys from so many different backgrounds like just the respect we have for one another and and the work we have to put on a day-to-day basis it's um, the bonds and the friendships that we have on this team are are pretty special and they're, they're unique in a lot of ways and you know I'm grateful for that I'm grateful for all you know the perspectives that have been brought into my life that you know 
growing up as a as a Midwestern, you know, male. You know, I don't have the perspectives of, you know, my teammates who maybe grew up in Florida or grew up in Hawaii or in other areas. And so I'm really appreciative for that. Drew, you are the only guy on the roster that played in the last Michigan-Notre Dame game. Yeah. What, is, what, are you, what do you recall from that game? Man, I watched the film on that game two nights ago in my dorm room, actually. Uh, man, I just remember – I remember Elijah Shoemate picking it off and taking it to the house and then not counting, but uh, <laughs> looking up at that scoreboard and it's saying 38 nothing and then 31 nothing. Um, man, it was it was electric. It was a freshman. It was just like such an honor to be out on the field, you know, with guys like Jalen and Sheldon. And I just remember the one uh, the one TFL they had like down at the two yard line, and I was just. I was just running up, trying to look like I was in the pile and, and making the play, but I wasn't in there. Um, but yeah, that, making the tackle with Colin Hill on the sideline. Um, yeah, man. I'm excited.